Experiencing the Masai Mara for the first time. This is the Wild Eye Podcast. Hey everybody, my name is Jerry, I'm from Wild Eye. And in this episode, Michael Applesamy is back and he shares the experience that he went through of experiencing the Masai Mara for the first time. And he said, when people tell you that you will see a lot of wildebeest, don't believe them. These words don't do it justice. In this episode, I share my fondest memories of my first time that I went to the Masai Mara and reminisce about some of the things that stood out most. I remember way back getting to the Mara for the first time, and it was a complete mind job for me. So in this one, Michael shares his experience. And for those of you that have been to the Mara, either at our camp or just to the Masai Mara in general, I'm sure you guys will be able to relate. If you have not been to the Mara, Give this one a listen, and then if you are keen, get hold of us, because we can help you with it. Anyway, enjoy this episode, and I will chat to you the next one. Hello, everyone. My name is Michael Applesamy, and I'm from Wild Eye. And today, I want to speak to you about something that I reminisce about to this day. And that was the first time that I arrived in the Masai Mara in Kenya. And... Folks, I, I cannot explain, begin to even explain to you how incredible the feeling was when the wheels of our plane touched down on that airstrip and as far as I could see was the Masai Mara. Now, as for many wildlife uh, lovers, I'm sure this has been a lifelong dream um, for a lot of us and, and it, it, it has been for me too and I, I never thought I'd, I'd actually get out there and, you know, growing up watching a lot of wildlife films and stuff like that, I, I had always seen the Masai Mara on TV and nothing could quite prepare me for what it's actually like when you get out there and you see this place. It was truly, truly spectacular. It took my breath away. I'll never forget the moment I stepped out of the, the plane for the first time. Um, as far as I could see was just vast grasslands and there was this one sort of acacia tree standing up with the sun behind it, um, an elephant off in the distance and I just thought, wow, you know, this is it. This is just going to be an amazing two weeks. And that it was, um, you know, having been a guide in South Africa uh, for two years before I sort of arrived at Wild Eye, we very used to a very dense and thick bush vault uh, with lots of trees, lots of shrubs, bushes, um, sort of very or generally mountain areas, uh, you know. So so getting out there into Kenya, it was just these vast grasslands as far as I could see. It, it blew my mind away. Um, so it was really, really incredible. I'll never forget the, the warm welcoming that we got uh, from the entire wildlife team. As soon as you get off the plane, uh, you know, the familiar faces of Sammy and Jimmy and Ken and the one and only Dixon, you know, greeting you there with open arms um, and getting back to camp as well. Uh, all the staff members at camp, I'll never forget that warm, welcoming feeling. And I truly, truly knew that we were in for a very, very special week. Unfortunately, I was there for two weeks. Um, so, you know, I could really go on and on here and give you guys a day-to-day summary of how, how the, those days were but I, I really just want to sum up one or two special things that I like I say I'm reminiscing about to this day and and firstly 
but I think that comes down mainly, like I've mentioned already, the the vastness of the the reserve is just mind blowing, and the abundance of animals, folks. I, I I cannot explain to you. I've never seen when people tell you that there are a lot of wildebeest. Um, bearing in mind, so we did go sort of in peak migration season. <laughs> you know, people can tell you on and on that yeah, there, there's a lot of wildebeest. And there's lots of zebras. Um, but I don't think I was quite prepared for the insane amount of animals that I saw, um, you know, on a day-to-day game game drives. It's, it's incredible. As far as I can see, you just see sp- sort of black specks. It almost looks like ants off in the distance. Um, and, and yeah, to just sort of grasp the fact that it's it's just wildebeest upon wildebeest upon wildebeest is it's such an amazing thing to witness and that brings me to you know one of the probably my highlight sighting of of the two weeks that I was there uh, which is it's quite hard to narrow this down to be completely honest with you Um, but I think the moment that blew me away the most uh, I'll never forget we were driving so we left nice and early one morning and you know, there'd been a build-up of wildebeest the previous evening, uh, getting ready to cross the Mara River. And it was a relatively big build-up, um, but I don't think we were really quite prepared for what, what hit us the next morning. So anyway, we got out um, a little bit earlier that morning in anticipation of, of arriving to a crossing. So we got up a little bit earlier um, and managed to get out. And, you know, we stopped. It was a beautiful sunrise that morning. Two of the vehicles we stopped to to take some nice silhouette photos of a tree against the sunrise. And I'll never forget Jimmy and his vehicle. They had gone ahead and he came in on the radio and said, Vuka, 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 which means crossing. And I'll never forget Sammy just got us back in the vehicle and we rushed over. And, you know, one of the awesome things about the wildlife camp is the fact that we're so close to um, some of the main crossing points allows us to firstly be the first vehicle there as well as get there early enough to to catch some of these crossings early in the morning um, and and that happened to be the case this morning and we got out there and I cannot explain to you guys I've never seen so many animals together in one area and you know <laughs> we can drive foster Getting to the crossing point, we can drive faster than, call it, 10 kilometers per hour uh, due to the fact that there were so many wildebeest around us. And these were already wildebeest that had crossed. And we eventually managed to get to the riverside and it, it went on for half an hour of just animal after animal crossing, wildebeest, zebras. Uh, you know, there was action with crocodiles in the river. Um and I think, you know, with it being my first time, uh, something that I've always dreamed of seeing the Great Migration, uh, to have seen it like that for the first time in such an abundance of animals, uh, really, that blew my mind. So, uh, you know, people often ask me what was my favorite sighting. I think it had to be that. It had to be that. It was just incredible. Um, and on top of that, you know, we, we had some phenomenal sightings of other animals we we spent a couple a couple of days with leopards we we had lions elephants 
buffalo, giraffes. Ah, the giraffes in Kenya are just something different as well. So it's it's really for anyone who loves wildlife and photography of wildlife you you don't even have to be a photographer but anyone who really loves wildlife you know in my opinion i feel like the masai mara is is one of the pinnacle places that you can go to to experience some of the most incredible things you'll ever see in your life and and i mean i'm just so thankful to have had that that chance to be out there um and what's amazing about the entire experience of going to the wild eye camp is is often a great day out in the field you know whether it be for crossings whether it be for for other wildlife or whether it just be driving around in the park on those quiet days and you know getting back to the camp at the end of the day and and being welcomed by the friendly Maasai uh, staff that we've got is it's quite an overwhelming feeling you know and I'll never forget when Dixon and the team they they did the cultural evening for us that just takes you a couple steps back as well to just appreciate everything you've got around you because you know these humbled these amazing people with the kindest hearts you know they they live such a simple life yet they're so content with their life and and that's just amazing to to see and to sit and have a conversation with any of them is just it's it's quite special um you know i think that that Above anything else, that's really something that you take away from a week in the Masai Mara with, with in, in the Wild Eye Camp. Um, you know, and, and things like waking up in the morning, nice and early. You wake up before the sun's up. Uh, you get the friendly wake-up call and you go, you go out, you have a shower with some water that's been warmed up over the fire. It's got that smell of smoke to it. Off in the distance, you hear the zebras calling, you hear a leopard, a lion roaring. It's absolutely breathtaking. Um, and it, it, I think it sort of just brings us back to our roots a bit. And to be so far away from everything that's gone on in the world over the past two years, and just in your small little bubble, it's it's spectacular. Uh, I, I, I sometimes get lost uh, to share those words with people of how incredible it was. Um, you know, so I, uh, that's that's my summary of my my first trip to to the the Masai Mara with the Wild Eye Wild Eye team, and I think I could, like I said to you guys earlier, I could go on and on about this, um, and just giving you a day to day breakdown, and I'd be more than happy to, you know, if anyone wants to get in touch with me to find out more and more about what it was like, some of the other stuff we saw what the camp is like, feel free to get in touch with me. And, and, and really, for anyone who's on the edge about taking a leap into doing a trip like this, I would hands down, um, you know, taking the sales pitch out of it. I would, this is genuinely coming from my heart, you know. I would hands down suggest to anyone who's on the edge of making a decision as to whether to go or not on a trip like this, you know, I would... I would just say do it. Absolutely, you should do it because you'll walk away from experiences like this with friends. You know the most incredible people as friends, um, and and on top of that, memories that will last an absolute lifetime. Because that's one thing about you know going on these type of trips is 
it's all good and well taking photos and videos and sharing all of the stuff that we can with the people back at home but it never ever quite does it justice to to what you experience out there um so i would i would definitely if if you're on the edge of of uh, making this decision and you're not too sure i would certainly encourage you to do it because I do not think there's anything that you would lose from doing a trip like this. And, you know, that's, yeah, that's it from my side. It's, it's like I said, I really could go on and on, but it was, it was an amazing experience. And it's something that I'll never forget. I'll never, ever forget my first time in the Masa Mara. And I'm very fortunate to have a couple of trips coming up um, soon in the future that I look really forward to. I can't wait to get out there and share my experiences with you. And yeah, like I say, if anyone is interested, feel free to get in touch with me. If you have any chats that you may want to go over, you, you want to find out more information, feel free to get in touch with me. My links will be at, um, on the slide at the end. You can get in touch with me on Instagram on Michael Applesamy. That's A-P-P-A-L-S-A-M-Y. Um, as well as on email on Michael A at wild hyphen E-Y-E dot C-O dot Z-A. And I'd be more than happy to get in touch with any of you. Um, and you're more than welcome to, to send through any questions you may have. But until then, thank you so much to all of you for your time. I really, really appreciate it. And, and I hope I've inspired some of you to, to take the leap. Uh, you certainly will not regret it. And I look forward to next time. Until then, may you have a wonderful day. Stay safe and happy snapping. Mm.